You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. If you would like more information or would like to connect with the show, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Here's the Deal podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. My name is Dominic Kendall, and like always, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Luke Chris. Luke, how are you doing, buddy? Doing really good, man. How about you? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, you know, today's uh, an exciting day for us. We have a wonderful guest with us uh, today, and we're so excited to have him. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association, and also hosts uh, the podcast Dawson Now, which can be found on any and all uh, podcasting platforms. And so we're so excited to have Scott Dawson with us today uh, for our COVID convo. Scott, how are you doing? And I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again, guys. I enjoy being with you. Oh, yeah. So, so grateful for you being with us. And, you know, uh, Scott, what have you been doing during quarantine? Like, what, what has your life been like? What has your schedule been like? What, do you, what have you been doing? Yeah, I think everybody's trying to figure out the new normal. And I go, it's just the, it's just the day. It's just life. You've got to keep on living um, with the virus instead of worrying about dying from the virus. And that's mm-hmm. what I've been trying to uh, do on zoom. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're all zoom fatigued. Mm. Oh, for yeah. sure. You know, you just have meeting after meeting and we're trying our best, uh, at, at SDA personally, you know, as the ministry I lead is to be a lane of a resource for the church instead of a competitor with the church. We should never compete with, I've never competed with the local church, never will. Um, we're a resource for the church to use. So it's been kind of it's been kind of unique for us to find our lane, mm-hmm. but we have been hosting webinars about how to pastor during a pandemic, how to communicate during a uh, pandemic, and ultimately how to lead during a pandemic because uh, you're dealing with people who are fearful. You're dealing with people who are discouraged, uh, dealing with people who have faced loss, loss of life mm-hmm. uh, in their family, loss of job. Uh, a lot of students have lost uh, experiences. So how do you deal with that? And to me, it's it's been kind of challenging and it's kind of been fun. I, I tell everyone I've never worked as hard in my life to see as little physical results, <laughs> but we know God's doing things behind the scenes and in ways that we can never imagine. And I trust him who knows tomorrow like you and I remember yesterday. Oh, that's yeah, good. that's good. And you talk about you know, not competing with the local church and um, doing all these things and trying to come back and um, lead in a uh, responsible way. And I just am kind of curious as someone who is, you know, you are uniquely dependent in a lot of ways on people gathering and getting together, whether it be camps or speaking engagements or whatever that looks like. How is that challenging for you personally and your team to try to do that responsibly, to want to get back and just where's the line of that, of caring for people um, in their health, but also caring for them. And man, we want to gather, we want to celebrate and do things together. So just how is you and your team handling that? Absolutely. You know, our ministry is basically founded and grown on getting as many people as possible under one roof to hear the gospel. Yeah. So it is it is a new opportunity for us. Uh, we cannot wait until we're all gathered together. But I think it's always good for us to remember that we're, we're not people who go to church. If you're a follower of Christ, we are the church. So mm-hmm. wherever we are, that's, I think that's probably been one of the greatest outtakes from this pandemic is that people are realizing now that wherever I go, I am the church. If I'm at school, if I'm at work, if I'm at 
ball, uh, it, wherever I go, that's where the church is located. Now, for us, um, you know, we're we're looking for that day where people can come together, but we've we've get, there is a fine line between being visionary and and being careless, and so we're looking at all the uh, mandatory regulations that are put on people by the the health department mm-hmm. uh, and leaders look further down the road. So we're already looking past this about January, December, mm-hmm. next spring, when we can come back together and make sure it's a, it's a better show than we could have ever planned. I, I think I told you guys earlier, um, I did not want to come out of this pandemic the same way we walked in. My gosh, mm-hmm. I do not want to go through something like this and come out to things back to normal. I never want to hear that phrase. I want us to come out stronger, better, more effective leaders. So as I'm walking through this uh, pandemic myself, I'm making sure that I I take care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally, of course, spiritually, Uh, read books, Uh, make sure you're, you're sharpening yourself. Because when we come out of this, I believe there will be a great opportunity for all of us uh, to lead people not only to Christ, but to grow in their relationship with Christ. Yeah, that's good. You talk about reading books. Um, what are some of your favorite reads you've had during this quarantine time? Yeah, to me, I'm always, um, I, I guess I'm trying to take, uh, I'll take two steps forward and one step back just to make sure I understand what's going on. So I'm rereading uh, Andy Andrews' The Little Things, uh, why, why you should really sweat the small stuff. It's yeah. a, it's kind of like a, a good understanding of the small things build up to make a major impact. And so if you're not sweating the small stuff, especially right now during this pandemic, it is the attention to details to make sure uh, the lighting is correct on, on, on Zoom, making sure the, the, the recording equipment works yeah. on zoom it's always I mean, good it's all, all those things that you have to make sure of it's the small stuff that really makes the difference and then i'm reading ed newton this is a new book called breathe again it goes through scripture about every time god's god you, you hear about god's breath and just ex- exhaling his blessings on our life and then i'm reading a harvard business review book on focus because mm-hmm. during this pandemic it's a hard season to just stay focused. I mean, my goodness, most people are just excited if they put on pants yeah. on an everyday occasion. Yeah. So for a leader, I'm trying to make sure that I'm saying focus to details, focus for the future, but ultimately focused on, on nurturing my relationship with Christ. Yeah. yeah, it's odd. We have we have so much more. Many of us have much more free time, but it's almost like it's even that much harder just to get any focus. Uh, There's just something about a fatigue that daily grows when we're not around other people and not in our normal routine. And it's, and it's like, it's harder and harder just to do our daily rhythms, our daily jobs. So that's a, that's a helpful read for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, You know, one of the things that you've been talking about, especially about getting back to normal, being stronger, being, um, and about people meeting together. Scott, would you share with us, what's the most recent update on camp? Because I know that's one of the big things, because uh, for many of us, and including our student ministry, that's one of the big things that has been kind of that uh, that moment of drawing close to the Lord, uh, kind of that, that, for many of our students, that mountaintop experience that helps us as we then travel back down into the valley, and, and, and that's been a very important thing, and I know that you've been outspoken 
spoken about uh, camp. And so what's the most recent update about uh, Strength to Stand camp coming up in the summer? Yeah, the Strength to Stand camp is one of our favorite group uh, times together. Uh, I know you guys have been in the past. Uh, I think y'all have won some competitions. I'm not going to say that we've won uh, almost every every single time we've gone and that we actually, right to our right, have a volleyball that was signed by the staff there in a glass case and uh, that we won the volleyball championship. I'm not going to say we have done that, but we pretty much dominate every time we get there. (laughs) Now, we don't do the belly flop contest. Like, we can't do that. Art. We don't, you know, our kids, right. you know, we're athletes and we got to pick our thing. <laughs> we got to pick our thing. And so we're just not athletic enough to do the belly flop contest. But I understand. Uh, you know, it's one of our favorite events, something we work on all year long. And, um, you know, I've been the proponent of going, hey, if at all possible, we're going to make this happen. We're going forward with it. Um, we did get some information last week when we talked with the mayor's office, this uh uh, the city manager's office, and it it, it looks like um, that unfortunately we're going to be not at the phase where they allow more than 250 people to congregate at one time, and so um, we're we're making plans right now, alternate plans. I wish I could say there's something definitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hoping to have it out by Wednesday mm-hmm. of this week. This is the week of May 4th because people are getting ready to come. Um, my gosh, I think we could socially distance in the services. I think we could do recreation a different way. I think we could even do meals um, if if we could get to that 250 spot. The thing that really concerns us um, is is putting people in in a large room uh, sleeping quarters yeah. because that just becomes a, a concern. Probably more perception. Yeah than reality. reality. That's right. But as a leader, we understand sometimes perception is reality. Yeah. And so we're trying to make sure we have everything covered uh, this week to be able to give a definitive answer to what's going to happen this summer. Again, as a real leader, we're looking out in the future, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how how it can happen now, but as important, how it may can happen even better in the future and not to get caught like this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, we talk about all these all these things that you're having to, you know, make heavy decisions on and lead a lot of people and a lot of camps and putting a lot of people's lives uh, in your hands with the decisions you make. And I would just kind of wonder maybe behind the curtain of you personally, uh, take away all the leadership, all the people, all the everything behind the curtain. What has the Lord been teaching you during this desert time? Yeah. I mean, you think you've learned patience and then you go through (laughs) something like this again, you're, you're spinning your wheels, um, having to work three times as hard Uh, just for personal reference of where I am. You know, our lifeline is youth pastors, pastors, artists, uh, personalities. Um, and, and so what I'm at the very beginning, our goal was to reach out just to encourage people. Yeah. Uh, we, this is not the time to walk with your hand out. This is a time as a leader to have your hand out to help. Yeah. And so we were calling and encouraging, supporting, um, anything we could do to find what we could be useful in. Then I love the entrepreneurial spirit of Americans because there was a time when my gosh, I could call personalities and they jump on a zoom call with, you know, 20 or 30 youth pastors and just love it to now, 
if I wanted a personality, the management, the artist management is involved <laughs> yeah. and there's contracts and there's uh, honorariums. And I'm like, my goodness, uh, we are quickly approaching a new level yeah. of, of getting things done. So personally, I think there's been a, a, a listening for patience, listening to God's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've always prayed, God, allow me to sense your presence in every decision we make because Every one of us were one unprayed through decision from stupid mm. from from destruction. Yeah. And so my my parking space here at the office is right next to the dumpster, mm-hmm. um, and it is for a reminder in my own mind that Scott, you're only one unprayed through decision from one day being treasure to the next day just being trash. Yeah. And so um, for me personally, sweat the small stuff give attention to detail, uh, but also know that patience uh, is not only a virtue. Patience is one of those I trust God to do what he says he's going to do. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. Um, And Scott, you know, one of the questions we ask everybody uh, is this, and I know, listen, it's, it's every single week. I feel like I'm, I'm watching the news or, you know, I think where, where everybody gets their information, the Rick and Bubba show. And uh, (laughs) I, I think, we're trying to all figure out the CDC reports and numbers and uh, how many people have actually been affected by this. Are we are we being too overbearing? Are we not restricting things enough? Do you need to use a mask in your own house? Like, I, you know, all these different What's things. What's happening that are coming. in Michigan? Yeah, what in the world's <laughs> happening in Michigan? Uh, is it even a state anymore? Like, that's, that's what we're trying to, uh, you know, figure out. And so um, with everything that's developing, and we as believers— there's something beautiful about when we come together and that's, you know, outside of drive in church and digitally online, I think we all long, I think we would all be in agreement that we long to meet together with people again. Uh, probably not given the Holy kiss or, or the Holy handshake, but, uh, coming together and worshiping and singing together, uh, once again. And so Scott, when do you think, I know I saw what you put on Instagram today, um, and listen, I fully agree, but when do you think that we uh, will come back together, at least for the first time, and maybe uh, when do you think we're going to come back without restrictions? Yeah, I think when you do come back, there will be some different um, experiences for people. Yeah. I, I do believe that, I, I, and I didn't really care for the shake a friend's hand around you anyway, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I call it the, uh, the, the, the coronavirus bump. Yeah. I'll give you a little fist bump. Yeah. Um, but to me, I go, I think, with social distancing. And churches, for the main part, were leaders. Mm. And most church leaders lead with common sense. Ed Young Jr. just had his first service yesterday uh, in Texas. One of the few that did it, he did it well. Uh, they were socially distanced. They, uh, they, they did theirs I think I'm here in two different ways. One group is doing it by your last name, kind of like how you get your tag renewed every mm-hmm. year. Uh, they're saying this service is from A to G, that service is from H to M, and so on. Other people are providing tickets. They're free, but you just go on and you get your ticket, and that's how you get in your services. Um, which, to be honest, if that's what we have to do, we need to do it. I think uh, by the end of May, we I did put on Instagram May 31st is Pentecost Sunday. It's 50 days past Easter. Mm-hmm. What better day to yeah. to open up our church than the day uh, representing the day we were birthed, yeah. uh, and we could we could do it then. 
Some I'm hearing are going to be as late as August coming together. I, I just don't think, I don't think followers of Christ are going to wait till August before they start gathering together. You yeah. can already see it mm-hmm. uh, in society. Ch- restaurants are now allowing people to, in, in, in Alabama, pull up in their cars and trucks and bring out their card tables and their lounge chairs, yeah. and they'll create their own dining <laughs> experience. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see the same thing with life groups, Sunday school groups, and ultimately worship services just breaking out spontaneously if we don't get a chance to do this. Again, we don't come to church. We are the church. So if we can't gather together in your auditorium, let's just have, let's just have a worship service at Lowe's or Home Depot because everybody else is there. I mean, you know, yeah. Go around the grills there at Home Depot or Lowe's and and just gather and worship there. Yeah. Children's departments over in plumbing, (laughs) uh, youth department meets and lawnmowers. I mean, we could do that if we had to. And you know what? Nobody would bat an eye at it because we're able to go there. Listen, I just need a haircut, Scott. I just need a haircut. For for I, I, my wife can't do it. She can't. Okay. She can't All right. Let's just let's just talk about common sense. I know it's a podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble anyway. That's okay. Come but on. at at Lowe's, have you been to Lowe's? I, I was there yesterday. For, with okay. Four million other people with no mask. They they have the blue X's at the stations checkout stations. Yeah. But you're six feet apart from the people in front of you behind you, but you're shoulder to shoulder, the person beside you. So the virus <laughs> must only be able to travel North and South. Vertic- it can't uh, travel East no, and West. You can't do it. Yeah. And you're touching the same keypad every time using the same pen to sign <laughs> yeah. receipts. The only thing you're not touching in that building is with the doors that open <laughs> like open for you, the automatic doors. That's it. Everything else. Open up our businesses, open up our churches, open up our restaurants. It's time to move on. We've got to learn to live with this virus instead of living with fear of dying yeah. from this virus. I, I agree. I agree. And uh, we've been we've been so excited and so, you know, looking forward to this that we're going to hopefully open soon because we, man, we long to be with people. And uh, Scott, we've been so appreciative of you and uh, your team. Your team's done such a great job. Your team has done such a great job in reaching out. Um, and we've gotten handwritten letters. Uh, we've gotten phone calls. You guys have just done a great job. And we know it's hard for you guys. I don't think there's anybody else, unless you work at Lowe's that or a grocery store that's been affected by that's not been affected by this. And so um, we're praying for you guys. And we hope and, and ask that you continue to pray for student pastors and church people all over uh, the, the country that you guys minister to. And we're so grateful, uh, Scott, that you would take time to join us on yeah, our podcast. Sure. Oh, absolutely. You guys doing it well. Um, continue to grab leaders and, and guys who are walking with Jesus. Thank you guys for what y'all are doing. Keep it up. And if I can ever help you, uh, let, let me know. Yeah, we appreciate it, Scott, and and we appreciate everybody who's listening. Um, we we really do. Uh, you guys are what makes this happen. Listen, we are the second most highly rated podcast called "Here's the Deal." The number one is uh, Joe Biden's, and so uh, here we we really hope to engage, inform, and encourage your heart. And so, if you are here and you were wondering where uh, Vice President Joe Biden was, um, we are we are so glad that you mistakenly came here. <laughs> uh, and so, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this. We hope that in the coming days uh, that uh, you will be encouraged by the guests that we have, by the other people that uh, we bring on to our podcast. And uh, we encourage you to share this, subscribe, like this, follow us on Instagram and, 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 and Facebook. Uh, we want you to be in the know about what's going on and help us 
to not only reach people with the gospel, but also uh, to reach people uh, uh, for uh, encouragement and to inform them on what the Bible says about culture and how we can effectively follow Jesus in this time. Uh, We love you guys. We're thankful for you. And we'll see you next time on the Here's the Deal podcast.